Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review that you're about to hear. I do want to apologize. Normally, I try to get out a weekly podcast, and I meant to do this at least a couple of days ago, this review. But, um, you know, time has really gotten a hold of me because not only are the holidays coming up, but my mother unfortunately passed away within the last couple of weeks. And also in my area, I happen to be living in the Santa Barbara, California area, and we have a rash of wildfires that have broken out and I had to evacuate along with my family for a few days as well. And we just didn't have time to be catching up with films and, and such. I'm sure you can understand that. But because of the abbreviated period that I have in order to get what I'm about to review out, I'm going to be reviewing Christmas films and releasing them within days apart instead of within a week apart or so. So the first one I'm going to do today is called A Christmas Story. It's perhaps my favorite of the Christmas films that were created in the 1980s. I don't necessarily count Die Hard as a Christmas film, despite the fact that it is set in the Christmas era and there are Christmas songs and Christmas references in it, but that probably would be my favorite if you really want to say it's a Christmas film, but I think that film would work just as well if it were not Christmas, whereas I don't think that as a Christmas film it would work without the good action and all of the other plotting and acting and such. A Christmas Story was released in 1983. This is actually not one of those movies that I caught in the movie theater at the time. In fact, many people did not catch it at that time because it was a very, very minor, minor hit. I think it made maybe about $20 million at the box office at the time. It was only in theaters for maybe a month, maybe a little less than that. It's a comedy. It's PG rated for some language. It runs an hour and 34 minutes. Peter Billingsley is the main star. Darren McGavin, Melinda Dillon, Scott Schwartz are also supporting in this film. The voice of Gene Shepard as the narrator is here. Gene Shepard, by the way, wrote the book, the memoirs, the semi-autobiographical short stories, I guess you would say, that became the basis for A Christmas Story, primarily found in one of his books called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Bob Clark also co-wrote the screenplay along with Shepard and Lee Brown. Bob Clark happens to be the director of this film. I do think that Bob Clark, he's been widely overlooked, I think, by cinephiles. He's made some of the most influential films of the 1970s and 80s, despite that. You think about Black Christmas. I think Black Christmas should rightly be seen on the same plane, on the same shelf that John Carpenter's Halloween resides in terms of how it influenced horror movies of the era. And I would even say that it influenced Halloween itself. If you actually watch Black Christmas and you watch Halloween back to back, you will see a lot of similarities between those two films, including the holiday setting notwithstanding. Porky's was also a film that Bob Clark directed back in the early 1980s. That was one of the primary teen sex films that was responsible for that mini-genre becoming a fad, I guess, throughout the several years that followed in the cinemas. Bob Clark is not really, I would consider to be an auteur, if you're a cinephile from that perspective, but I do think that he definitely had a finger on the pulse of what the public was ready for in the theaters at the time. And A Christmas Story, despite not really being a huge hit during its initial theatrical run, I do think it really did emerge very strongly as Bob Clark's most lasting achievement as a director. I do think it's considered a perennial Christmas movie go-to for many families around the world, not only in the United States. Those other movie cycles, the slasher films and the teen sex comedies that Clark influenced, they've come, they've gone, but A Christmas Story is still going strong for people who are looking for a Christmas film to watch with their family around the holidays. You could not get much further on the spectrum 
than Black Christmas as far as holiday films as compared to A Christmas Story. Because that film, like I said, was a slasher film. This one is a loving and mostly benign look at one man's nostalgia for his youth. However, both films do contain Bob Clark's penchant for dark humor that certainly comes through in this film. In reality, the man's nostalgia for his youth that is in this film is Gene Shepard, the actual narrator of A Christmas Story. Shepard was a humorist who penned the 1966 semi-autobiographical memoir that I mentioned earlier in God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. There were a couple of other notable Shepard short stories from which A Christmas Story is also adapted. Peter Billingsley, as I mentioned, the star, he plays an eight-year-old boy named Ralphie Parker. He lives in Indiana, although this is mostly shot in Cleveland, Ohio. It's set in the 1940s there. Christmas is fast approaching. It has Ralphie contemplating that the one thing he wants to get as a present more than any other thing is a Red Ryder carbine action 200-shot range model air rifle. Although he knows his parents are likely not going to approve of such a potentially dangerous toy to play with, they drone on and on about how he could shoot one of his eyes out should he ever get his hands on such a weapon. Nevertheless, it's really what Ralphie feels he needs to make his childhood complete, at least at that time, hoping to make a plea to his teacher, Miss Shields, as well as to Santa Claus himself, to make such a lovely gift happen. Now, in addition to that quest for the Red Rider air rifle, A Christmas Story is more of a vignette-style comic take on a Norman Rockwell painting. It's full of nostalgia. It has whimsy in describing what it might be like for a typical Midwestern family of the 1940s, Ralphie and his friends and his younger brother, they get tormented by neighborhood bullies. Ralphie's father's profanity-strewn tirades at having to fix the home's furnace are in this film. Ralphie's mother's silent suffering at having to be the one who provides all of the nurturing to three males who often don't treat her with due respect, especially when the father prominently places a racy and very tacky lamp on display in the living room window that he proudly won in a contest and therefore wants to be able to boast about this. A Christmas Story is truly a family film in the most perfect sense of that phrase. Young children, older grandparents, and everyone in between can love viewing this film together and come away with equal enjoyment, even if the reasons are varied as to why they might personally identify with Ralphie's story. The level of detail to period stokes some great nostalgic heartstrings for many, And while the story of growing up in a house and trying to find one's own identity and happiness is a universal feeling, we can all share. So that makes it something I think everyone can identify with. The strength of the storytelling comes not just from the way Bob Clark is able to get us to identify with Ralphie's peculiar desire to obtain a BB gun, but from Gene Shepard's reminiscing as the adult Ralphie on how much it meant to him at the time. It truly is a child story and an adult story told at the same time, which I think further will appeal to young and old viewers alike, much in the same way that a very similarly premised TV show that came out a few years later and probably no coincidence as to why that show was built the way it did, The Wonder Years, was very much reminiscent of this particular movie. So if you like The Wonder Years and you haven't seen A Christmas Story, I would urge you to seek it out. It is fantastic. And because of that dual perspective, Gene Shepard and Bob Clark show not only the absurdly skewed perspective of what's important in youth, but also the persistent folly of adulthood as exhibited by the older people in the film, especially in a father brilliantly played by Darren McGavin. Now, Jack Nicholson was originally sought for the role of the father, but McGavin is perfect in this film. 
the father never matured into being a responsible person fully, and we see that evidenced here. The young viewers will love it, as I mentioned, as well as the young at heart. It has enough wit and nostalgic insight to make it enjoyable through infinite viewings, improbably transcending its formerly obscure status and becoming a heartwarming holiday favorite for the next generation and beyond. I really do recommend A Christmas Story, and I would recommend it to everyone. I'm giving it four stars. Uh, Four stars on my scale means that it is a film I would recommend to anyone. I really do encourage you to see it if you haven't seen it. And if you've seen it, you probably watch it at least once a year around this time of year. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you have your own takes or you want to let me know anything about my review, you can find my contact information at my website, quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can also find other podcasting work from me on the Quipster Film Review Podcast, where I review brand new films in theaters right now. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is where to go. You can also check out my friends at the In Session Film Podcast. Go to InSessionFilm.com. They do a fantastic show, not only on new releases, which they primarily do, but foreign films, classics, and all of that. I've been a host on that show for over a year, and you can catch some of my podcasting work there if you look at the archives. The next review that I'm going to be doing is another film that people watch around the holidays perennially. It is Christmas Vacation, and I'll be reviewing that within the next couple of days. So if you haven't clicked that subscribe button, go ahead and do so, and you'll hear that review very shortly. Until next time, thank you, everyone, for joining me on this journey around the world in 80s movies.